Euh, bonjour, 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 bonjour. Um, this intro is coming to you from the countryside in France. Um, I did it. I did it. I made the ferry and the train with all the bags and all the bikes and the panniers and uh, along with some funny looks, well, a lot of funny looks, um, understandably so, I suppose, understandably so. Um, but yeah, this, this little intro is coming to you from France. Um, I've just, uh, just sat down to some bread and some cheese, some French bread, some French cheese, a tomato from France, a lettuce from France, some moutarde, guess where, yeah, from France. Um, and yeah, I've just had a little dip in the river after a long day's, well, say long day cycle. Yeah, a cycle. I cycled. Um, it is the best feeling in the world, having a little dip in the river after a long day cycling. Oh, it is just fantastic, I have to say. Um, so yeah, this is the, this is the, this is now the, the kind of touring, the touring cycling podcast um and yeah this this hopefully will be you know this will be going on for fingers crossed until at least next spring if i meet enough people i i i've i very fortunately actually met a dude um yeah just uh, just this morning the day no the 21st so yeah uh, it was yesterday afternoon the 20th and we sat down did a podcast he was a lovely little lovely guy called Scott and that'll be coming out soon so yeah, hopefully we can we can meet hopefully we can meet these people along the way and uh you know get their get their journeys shared because he yeah, he's got a really yeah, fascinating journey. So that'll be coming to you soon. Um I normally I normally have a rough idea of what I'm going to kind of say before before I come on here, but I thought this one I'd just do off the cuff because it might yeah, it it might just come quite naturally. Um this is the tenth episode you're listening to, um, so it's a bit of a landmark, I suppose you might say. Um, didn't even know I'd get, you know, three episodes. So you know, to get to ten, and have you know lovely people agree to sit down and have a chat with me. Um, yeah, so it's been yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, for this very very special tenth episode, um, this is with. With Demelza Table, um, who was my partner for uh, for seven years, um, we split up just before uh, before lockdown started. Um, so it was a it was a damn it was a, a bit of a a whammy you might say you know lockdown hitting and then you know lose it like leaving your job, splitting with a relationship. So it was a bit like okay life's 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 changing now. Um, so yeah, you know that's that's you know in in all. In all honesty and truth, you know, it's been it was it was a very hard one to process and it was a very hard one to to come to grips with. Um but as they say that that famous saying, time is a healer, um and it, it truly is. And I was fortunate enough to be able to go back down to, to Somerset to collect my things but also um record a podcast with this, you know, this very, very special lady, um, who's been an immense immensely huge part of my life for the last seven years. Um, and so, yeah, it's, 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 it was kind of a journey, I suppose, of our relationship. Um, 
but also it was you know a, a, a sort of journey around D and how she's managed to to create you know something in Froome um, with with her massage um, from really from like the depths of despair and nothing um, as you'll hear in the podcast I won't ruin any more uh, yeah just with this little intro um, so yeah I really really hope you enjoy um, listening to this one uh, I should I should definitely say thank you for listening um, yeah because you know it is it is it is very lovely every now and then to, to get the odd oh you know I, I, I listen to you know so-and-so's podcast and you know, I I like wrote that down, or you know, I did this. So, and you know, I I I, I get this every now and then. So, you know, to hear those is, yeah, it it warms my little heart because it means that, it, you know, it means that this is you know something worth doing and worth pursuing, and it is absolutely something that I love. So, um, so yeah, I think I will let you uh, drift into this to this beautiful conversation, um. The song at the start of it is called uh, Diamond Day. And it's a song uh, that, yeah, it's very D. It's very D. Um, so, yeah, I really hope you enjoy it. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Pleasure. What for laughing or? 
so we met um, on my dad's at my dad's field at a festival called Whirly Whirly Fair, which um, which you went to Whirly gig for years, and I had never heard of it until suddenly the festival was at my dad's, and then that's where we met. Yes. What was my what was my famous little line? What did I say? What was my beautiful, uh, beautiful, lovely, uh, like line that I said? I can't remember. Have you? Uh, it's something. Do you? Do you? Do you come here often? <laughs> I was I was so nervous, and that was the first thing that came to my head. That was the first little thing. I I I, I like saw your eye cut over the dance floor. And we started looking, and, I just, and then I thought, right, I'm going to go and really smooth here. And then that thing popped out. <laughs> How cheesy, huh? How cheesy. Cheesy. Grew up there, actually. What's that? Grew up there, actually. <laughs> Come here quite often. It's my Shoot. garden, isn't it? <laughs> um, oh, I'll stop doing that. Um, so, yeah, we met at Wordy Fair, didn't we? And then, and then it was sort of like, it was a bit on and off for like, like a year wasn't it or something yeah I moved to London and which is obviously where you were and then you went travelling for four months yeah and then South America was it yeah yeah and then you came back and then we lived together we didn't we we lived together in Tooting we um yeah it was an interesting house wasn't it Mm. interesting little place you weren't really a fan of London were you no no what was um what was so what was growing up in the country like as opposed to growing up in London? Um a lot freer, a lot um I found it a lot safer. Okay. Um just more like exploring to do, more green, more being able to run around. Mm. What friendly people. And you, you thought you thought London was the the kind of opposite of that. Yeah. So, it, it 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 can be a pretty a pretty harsh city, can't it? It can be a very kind of unforgiving one, especially when you're used to you know all this lovely green space and this lovely like open mm. open land and freedom, and then you've yeah, you're thrust into this concrete jungle. Mm. Um, yeah. So it wasn't you didn't yeah it wasn't the best time in it no, in London. Not for me. No. Um. And so then we, I think, I think, I think we're actually, I think we're actually sitting down on the bed once and then you just popped the idea in the head. You were like, you were like, yeah, let's, 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 what, why don't we get a van and let's just go to Australia. And then me being the kind of, you know, the, the, the kind of, I don't know, opportunist, you know, be like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's go. Let's do it. So we went to Australia, didn't we? Mm hmm. A little time. How long we spent? How long we spent there? Do you like a year. About a year, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, a year in the van. A year in the van. Did you like the van? Yeah, I loved the van. It's so nice living in such a simple life. And it was it was the freedom too, isn't it? I think yeah. the freedom to drive around and yeah. just like pitch up in one spot. Yeah. Mm. What did you um? What did you like? Like or dislike about Australia what were your kind of highlights of, of traveling in Australia um 
beautiful beaches. Um, I really like Melbourne, which is a cool city. Um, we met some great travellers, didn't we? Mm. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I think towards the end we started to not enjoy it, but looking back now, I think we did have a great time. Yeah. Um, I think we were just a bit unfortunate with some of the Australians that we had to work with who mm. weren't that great. But looking back, that's just a tiny, tiny part of what we did. Yeah. Duncan was lovely, wasn't he? Yeah. Duncan was really sweet. But yeah, the other, the other kind of, yeah, the other bits, they weren't so great, were they? Mm. But it's, it's tricky, isn't it? Because you know, the, the, it's, it's that natural thing that the grass was green on the other side. It's always like, it's always like, oh, you know, we, we, we kind of could be somewhere else. And I think that's what we kept doing. We kept like, we kept like visioning ourselves at the next place mm. rather than being happy, mm-hmm. you know, in the next, which I think kind of sums up my life in general, don't you think? My attitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one day, Dee. One day I'll be I'll be settled and have my have my thing. One day. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> or in the near future, one day. Um and then we went to New Zealand, didn't we? There's a bit of traveling around there. Yeah. Via We can say it, it's fine. It's fine. New Caledonia, Fiji and Tonga on a cruise. On a cruise. It was, a che- it was the cheapest option, wasn't it, really? Cheapest and better for the environment, actually. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought, I, thought it was wor- I thought it was... No, it's better than a plane. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, and I don't feel as bad being such a, a glutton. And a... Mm. I mean, that, it, was a, it was a strange experience, the cruise, isn't it? The cruise mm. experience. It was a bit of, a, bit of an odd one, wasn't it? Mm. It was worth it, though. The countries are beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Matonga. Mm. Tonga was stunning. We went out. We went out snorkel. Was it snorkel? We went snorkeling, didn't we? Mm. We went out snorkeling, and um, yeah, I I thought the water might protect me from from the sun's rays, and it just it was magnified. So it. clear, wasn't yeah. it? And yeah. the whole floor was covered in starfish, mm. all different colours, wasn't there? Was like red and purple, and that was amazing. Yeah, especially that island as well, that New Caledonian island. Mm. Um, I think it's called Lufasu, Luwasu, something. Not sure. But that was magical. Mm. That was beautiful. Um, and we actually cycled around some, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. We got we got some pretty weird looks from from people on the on on the cruise when we were like taking our bikes off, and you got all those people looking at us going, "Hey." <laughs> so I think we, we might set have... a trend. Yeah, actually. literally. <laughs> 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 um, and then we arrived in Auckland. Yeah. Cycled for six months. Every pretty much every night in a tent, no? Pretty much every night in a tent. Apart from a week in an Airbnb. Yeah. Where I recovered from the sunburn. Oh, I was talking about when I recovered from my accident. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk a bit about that? <laughs> um it was on a cycle path, wasn't it? Completely in the middle of nowhere. And the rubbly track was getting wobbly and wobblier. You had whizzed on down and it was just getting really, really wobbly and all of a sudden, boom, fell off, hit my head, got a really bad concussion. 
Right then, you found me. Um, and <laughs> realised that something wasn't quite right when I kept repeating myself. <laughs> what did I, didn't I go and wash my face in the river? Because my, my whole face was smashed, wasn't it? Mm, scar and my nose. Yeah. Um, and I went to wash my face in the river and then came back to sit with you. And then I just said, I'm just going to wash my face in the river. <laughs> and you were like, do you've already done that. <laughs> I was like, either she's got short-term memory or I'm not sure what's happening here. But, uh, yeah. And then the ambulance came and we got a night in a well nice hospital. It was luxury. <laughs> we had a shower. It was brilliant. <laughs> Compared to cycling some nights and uh, yeah, not even be able to wash. And... Oh, yeah. Our tent was... A two man but it was basically a one man yeah 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 got to save on the white got to save on <laughs> do you know what though for, the, for, for, for this cycling trip though i've i've, I've actually i've actually got a, a two man i've actually learned, learned from mistakes i've got like a yeah a two man t- tent with like space and well done yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> um what were your favorite bits about cycling what, what 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 did you most enjoy about cycling new zealand um being in a new place every single day. Um, just the beauty of it. New Zealand is so beautiful. There wasn't a day where we didn't have a beautiful day. Mm. Um, and not having, like, we just took every day as it came. And had a rough plan, but didn't have to. Well, there's not actually many roads, is there, in New Zealand? So we kind of just took the roads that we needed to down to where we were mm. thought we would be heading i think there was also there was it was just such a such a vast array of beauty as yeah. in the, and, and, and such a difference in beauty mm. you know at one minute there was mountains then there was this secluded beach and then there was a rainforest or jungle lakes <laughs> black sand geez geysers geysers yeah, yeah geysers yeah. yeah volcanic kind of bits and mm. hot springs and it's beautiful yeah stunning country isn't it Mm. Mm. It, was, it was just a bit far wasn't it it was just like it's it quite it's quite a long way away wasn't it yeah definitely if it was closer i'd consider living there good pause one second i think the phone might have stopped recording uh let's think so for that little interlude uh i just had to delete some videos off the phone so it's got enough <laughs> storage in there <laughs> goodness <laughs> good job for the beat though isn't it we were talking about New Zealand. We were talking about its beauty, beauty, the vast array of beauty. We were talking about volcanic. Sand. If it was closer, we'd live there. Yeah, that's what we said, didn't we? Yeah, if it was, if it was a bit closer to home, then we'd, mm. we'd live there. But it's just a bit far away, isn't it? It was a bit far yeah. away from. Just still a bit too far. Yeah, because you know we were. Yeah, I mean the, the 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 place is just so beautiful and so stunning, and there's and it's very. It's a very kind of outdoorsy place, isn't it? It's a very mm, active, active, yeah. yeah. And everyone's so friendly and lovely. Mm. But it's just that, just that thing that if something happens to your family member or something happens, mm. then it's like a day flight home, and you know, it could be in excess of a grand of a flight, depending on if you if you need to book quick enough. Do you know what I mean? It's it just, it just adds that extra, yeah, a bit difficult, isn't it? Really. Mm. Um. But yeah, I think I don't know about you, but I think I'd recommend. Yeah, like if, if if someone does go to Australia or you know over that way, I mean, just pop over New Zealand. Definitely, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. 
and go where where would you where would you recommend people to go obviously well, do it all but would you say North Island South Island what would be your um, I don't think I could choose an island they're so different mm. I think one of the highlights um, was Lake Pukaki it's that amazing, incredibly blue lake. And also the um, the walk that we did with my dad and Claire, the hike where I had the Tongariro crossing with the three different coloured lakes. Yeah. That was cool. And also, um, uh, what was the place called that we stayed? Because of my accident. Omaru. Omaru. It was really interesting town wasn't it it was like back in step back into the victorian times victorian times people were on um penny farthings (laughs) literally literally down the road as as if it was a a, a mode of transport isn't it yeah penny farthings around the place it was so surreal but to be honest i'd recommend anywhere we went in new zealand yeah yeah i think i think it was it was was, i think i think it was pretty lucky that we because we'd, we'd, we'd like both earmark New Zealand as a place that we'd always want to visit because we'd always heard so many good things about it. And it, it's funny, I think, because when you when you kind of go to a place that you've got expectations of already, it's very hard f- for a place to live up to them, if not exceed them, I think, because, you know, I mean, you, you, have, you have that previous expectation of what it could be and should be. But in, in my personal opinion, like New Zealand just smashed out of the water. Mm. Like it, it went above and beyond what I even thought was possible. Yeah. 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 And the people are so funny as well, aren't they? They're just lovely. Yeah, people are great. Yeah. And Wellington's a cool city, isn't it? Mm. Wendy Wellington. Mm. Quite hilly, though, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and, and the wind is so funny because you can, you can like, turn the corner, you know, just, just off any sort of high street. And if you hit the wind the wrong way, it, I, I'm not even joking, there were people, like, battling against it. They were, like, their hair was <laughs> flying. They were going headfirst into it. It was... <laughs> It was quite something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, and then where do we go from there? Um, then we came back to the UK. Yeah. And um, stayed at my dad's for a bit, didn't we? Until we found work. Mm-hmm. And then moved to Froome. What about Vietnam? Oh, Vietnam. What about Vietnam? How oh, can we forget about Vietnam? Well, we well I mean, it's easy forgettable. <laughs> we did go to Vietnam for a couple of months. We... <laughs> wasn't really our thing. No. No. We were planning to teach English, but... It wasn't really our... Hanoi was too busy and loud and just not, not our thing. Especially if you if you if you dislike London and London's not your thing, then to go to a a place that's bigger and more polluted and more grey and more rainy. So polluted, wasn't it? So polluted. So much smog. Do you remember that? Do you remember the 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 lake Lake Ta- Lake Tahoe? Yeah. Yeah. We 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 like got it one morning, and we were like, oh, that's a, that's a lovely mist over the lake, isn't it? Like, nice morning mist. You realise that it was bike fumes <laughs> so we left <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what it's, it's such a shame though because i was i was talking to someone about this the other day and like the 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 rest of vietnam you know you know if you if 
if you drift out of the big cities, you know, because a, a, a big city is just a big city, an Asian big city is just an, a, a separate thing altogether. Mm. But if you drift out of the big cities, then, you know, you, you get to see Vietnam in its full beauty. And, you know, a place like Hoi An and all those kind of places, they're stunning, stunning places to mm. visit. Get a nice bit of culture and, yeah, it's not as crazy and wild. Um, mm. But, yeah, Sav, Sav didn't like Vietnam either. He, he, he was just, he, he had enough of it. Um, I do. Yeah. He said that he said that he went to Vietnam where he felt it was very like I don't know, it was like to the point and rude, and then and then he he got to Philippines and it was like oh hello sir how are you sir welcome sir and he was just like ah this is better. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Vietnam wasn't wasn't sort of a it didn't really work, did it really? No. no it didn't work. No. Um. So then we came back, and yeah, we moved to Froome, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Which is where you're currently residing. Yeah. In a lovely room. Yeah. Um, go on. What are you saying? No. Yeah. It's not been plain sailing, has it? It's not been easy. No. In room. No. 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 So we came, we came back. And yeah, it's pretty difficult starting up. Pretty difficult finding things. And then, yeah, one, one morning I, I was making coffee. And then I just heard this, this like, scream, this wail from you. And, uh, yeah, I, I came in and I, I, I still to this day say it was, it was literally like you were dying. I, I almost thought you were dying. It was the scariest moment of my life. Because I just, I just saw this, um, you know, the thing that I most loved in the world. Um, yeah, just, I didn't know what's happening. It was very scary. Um, and that was the first season, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What's it? What's it like living with epilepsy? Um. Scary. Um. Just for it to just suddenly start when I was. Oh, was I 24? Yeah. Still can't, like, still can't really get my head around. Um, and obviously, like, I was nannying for a little baby, so I had to stop. Because suddenly couldn't drive, suddenly couldn't have bars on my own um it's almost like your independence just yeah just got your independence and just went that's mine now yeah um but i wouldn't have been able to deal with it without you and i'm so grateful for for you being here and like allowing us to live basically um and being on different medications and being on levitrace time and turn it, for it to be turning me into just not very nice person that stuff is uh... <laughs> 
You know, I think I think I think for anyone listening that does have epilepsy or anyone that um, you know is, is is going through or you know whatever it might be, um, that that stuff was just vile. I mean, I, you know, I, I know I know I know it kind of works different different people different. Um, you know, it works well for for certain people, but I think every everything we read we read post that. It was just a vile, vile drug, and it just yeah, it's just horrible, horrible thing. So I would, I would definitely, anyone listening, just stay away from that thing. Yeah, don't stay away from Kepra. Kep was it Kep, wasn't it? That was yeah. his short name, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from that. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm on the Mochagene, which obviously I don't want to be on any medication, but um, I'm only having seizures every three months now, so. I mean, that, and that's good considering where weekly or yeah. Apart from, I had three in three days yeah. last time. But what do you what do you think? Do you, can, can you link it to anything? Do you, do you feel do you feel there's anything going on in your life, or, or do you feel there's anything happening that you could link it to, or is it just a random occurrence? Or I don't know. I still I still wonder whether from my bike accident whether that triggered something um and whether it just randomly comes a lot of people say that it can be related to stress or anxiety but there's a lot of times when i've been a lot more stressed and not had seizures like pretty recently mm. haven't been i haven't had any um yeah i don't know it's a I thought they could be linked to periods. Don't think they are. Um, I don't know. It's just so tricky because because I think I think two weeks before you had your first seizure, remember I was I was applying to work somewhere else, and then I went on a on like a training day, um, and it was a training day, and it was literally about epilepsy and about what what it was and how it did. Mm. It was just very freaky that I went on that, and then you know you had to see it was you know mm. who knows the way the world works and the way universe can you know bring things to you. But that was a stroke of luck that it happened. Um, but yeah. the actual, the actual like, like definition of epilepsy is literally just if you have one or more seizures. That's that's how little they know about about what it is. Yeah. So it's um. Yeah. And there's so many different types. Yeah. Like mine's frontal lobe epilepsy or temporal lobe epilepsy, mm. which there's a lesion in my hippocampus which people can have and not have seizures so it's just a it's just a thing isn't it some people have it some people don't some people might grow out of it some people don't it's just it's all just got a question mark after it yeah it's a big just a big unknown isn't it really yeah and just the f like because the epilepsy can just be so different each different types of epilepsy and I wouldn't have thought that every time I have a seizure, I'm then confused for a whole hour after. I don't think quite a lot of people don't really realise that it can be like that. Mm. Yeah. Like when I didn't even, I had one when my friend was here and I didn't even know who she was when I was coming round. Um, so yeah, that almost scares me more than actually having one in case someone's here and then they don't know what's what it's about. Yeah. What 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 advice would you give for anyone who does kind of um, yeah I don't know just 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 like start having seizures or is 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 going down a path of 
of you know being diagnosed with epilepsy what what is it is, is there any yeah advice you'd give someone um, um to not be ashamed um that it's not your fault and no one would think of you any differently if you have seizures um and just to still try and go out and about and not be anxious about what if I have a seizure? Um, and just be in contact with friends and family. Yeah. It's um, you know, just 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 from an outsider looking in, you know, the, you know, from when from from when you first had your seizure, or your first seizures. To say what we are three years now, three years down the line, or two, two, three years down the line, two years, and you know, just just from something I've observed is that you've 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 slowly started taking back your independence. You know, someone came in, this 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 horrible thing came in, took it away, and then you've you've slowly started taking it back, and it's with um, it's with immense power. That you've done that I meant bravery and um, yeah just just never forget how brave you are because you've you've, you've you've taken back ownership of your life you've um, you know you've started a business up from from nothing from the scratch thanks right by yourself you know thanks right so yeah yeah I do feel like oh everything happens for a reason for sure and I think this did happen for a reason reason because I hit rock bottom and then I've just been like fuck it I'm I want to do what I want to do and now I'm doing my massage that I love and it's going really well yeah literally from from, I mean what so so you did did a course when you were at college no 16 yeah 10 years ago 16 and then you know very I suppose I suppose in a way, very, very kindly, you kind of, you kind of put it off to you know, travel and to do those kind of things, you know, to, you know, for us to travel and, uh, but yeah, you came at the room and you like from nothing, literally from what, what, what was it, what was the moment where, where you were like, do you know what, this is, I'm, I'm gonna have to start something, I'm gonna do this now, I'm gonna. Um, I suppose it was from because I couldn't nanny for little Sasha anymore, and because I only felt safe in my home. I was too scared to even go to the shops in case I had a seizure. So I was like, well, we've got space here. I'm just going to set up my couch and try and do it from home. Mm. And it's worked. It has worked, doesn't it? Yeah. It's more than worked. It's like, you know, you've got to think, you you came to Froome, you know, just, just D. Just came to live in Froome, and now you're you're known like like you are you are known as <laughs> you are known as the person for massage, aren't you? Don't be modest about it. Okay, be modest about it. I'm I'm gonna say like every there's not one person that's come that's given you a bad review that said it's terrible. It's just that you you have you have you have this special you have, you have a gift a special mm. gift and you're you're spreading it around Froome and. And people love you, and, and and people like cherish your 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 work and your 
your craft, your skill, your yeah, your healing ability. Mm-hmm. Which is what you've got, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I've, I'm just grateful to have found something that I just absolutely love doing. Mm. And I think everyone's got that somewhere, but it takes longer for some people to find. Yeah. Amen. But it is, you're right though, it is, it is in everyone, isn't it? It is, it, mm. it is there, that, that passion, that, that sort of, that thing that makes you get up in the morning and, and mm. gives you something. It is there, isn't it, in people? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Go on. No. No. Um, with, with regards to your, your like, your, your treatments and your, so, you know, you, you, you started off with just a couch and there was lighting and stuff. How have you... How have you adapted your, your your treatments over the kind of course of time? What 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 change have you made? How have you improved it? What like? Um, just started adding little things like sound. Started using some kind of instruments in the treatments. Um, hot towels, a hot bed just tiny little things that are just nice little touches i think i think i think i think a lot of people talk about the the small things isn't it it's mm. the it's, it's, it's the the attention to detail mm. which is something you've got just bang on you know you've, you, you always have and it's not it's, it's not just in your massage but just in your home as well in your, in your presence in your in the way you present yourself you you always think about the small detail and that that really comes across in in your work oh. <laughs> um <laughs> where can where can people kind of where can people find you where can people find if if if, if they're in Froome or whatever where, where can people find your your like your massage your business or your um so i've got an instagram mm-hmm. demelza dot holistic therapies um or I've got uh, I've got a website, Mouse Holistic Therapies. Mm. Or if you're just walking past, I've got a sign up beside my door. Yeah, haven't you? <laughs> what um, what's your favourite treatment to give? Um, that's really tricky. Probably either um a full body aromatherapy or reflexology. Okay. How does how would you describe reflexology? Um, so reflexology is done on the feet. It can also be done on the ears and the face, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, and the hands, obviously, because I like the feet. Um, and different parts of your feet relate to different parts of your body. And it's like super relaxing because your nerve endings are at the bottom of your feet. Um, yeah, it's just fascinating that like, you you can see if you're tight in your shoulders by certain areas of your feet or whether your mind is all over the place from your big toe being either hot or you know something's going on there um you can see if you're pregnant really yeah you can tell yeah serious Mm. wow yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
and a lot of it can be just energy that needs to be passed through but sometimes it can be something that's going on in that area I remember the first time when, when we were first you know seeing each other you you, you said to me um, you said oh can I give you a re- re- reflexology and I went alright go on then here we go here we go and so you gave me one and then you you know this, this is very early days we didn't even know each other really we kind of did but not like you know and, and you know you, you were like going around and you were like so you got a bad right knee <laughs> And I was like, yeah. Okay. It's just luck, isn't it? It's a bit of luck. It's fine. And then you kept going. You're like, have you got a dodgy left shoulder? And I was like, uh, yeah, I might have fallen off my bike just recently. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you start listening to all these things. And I was just like, she's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> she's a witch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the most relaxing treatment. It is just... It's really relaxing. Insane. Super grounding, really balancing. It just kind of sorts you out. Mm. It's like a nice reset button, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a reset button treatment. Mm. Yeah. You have to be careful after, don't you? Because you get a little bit like... I don't know. I I've, I found after after the treatment, I just get very kind of like red-eyed and woozy and a little bit like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do you what do you most enjoy about about giving treatments and about doing treatments? Um, um, seeing someone walk in, not feeling great, and walking out a different person, um, and just like being able to heal and relax someone and yeah for them to enjoy it and really benefit from it um and I'm really noticing that at the, at the moment from people coming out of lockdown and for it to be such a hard time for most people and being stressed being anxious being being just lost and and also not being able to touch people uh-huh. so many people have said oh my god this is the first time i've actually been touched by someone that's not my family member wow um which has made their treatments a lot more powerful because it's something they haven't had for a a long time Mm. like i bumped into one of my clients the other day and she said that i was the last person who had touched her (laughs) Wow! like five months ago and it's 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 such a vital part of human, of human yeah. nature of human of, of human existence, isn't it? To touch. Um, it's so important, and it's the first language and the last. Yeah. Because when you come into the world, you're. Mm. It's special. It's important. Yeah. It's so important. Hmm. When you, when you, when you, actually, yeah, when you, when you think about people sort of dying as well, you think about the kind of like the, the last bit, there's, there's always someone holding their hand, isn't there? Mm-hmm. When they, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It is the first leg and it's the last. Um, so yeah, people can find you on website. Website or Instagram, yeah. Demalza.holistictherapies or demalzaholistictherapies.com. And if you're ever in Froom, I would highly recommend coming down and getting treatment because she is 
the best <laughs> in it. <laughs> Thank you, D. Thank you. I think the sun's on my side today I got a lease of life, I feel okay Need to call around, get them all out Jump in the car and get on the way Cause there's love and there's strength in numbers They can try but they're never gonna run us Down, down Speakers loud, it's like we're on a come up Fifth gear but they're never gonna race us Down, down Open, pass around the light Breathe it in and out, bring our gods down Yeah, this is ours for the day and the night Cause there's love and the strength in numbers They can try, but they're never gonna run us Down, down Speakers loud, it's like we're on a come up Fifth gear, but they're never gonna race us